0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Good evening everyone, good evening everyone, good evening everyone at Tzlocha and Bracha, may we all be... So I wanted to talk about Al-Kanfei What does it mean that when Sheikh comes, we're going to be on Kanfei Nisharim, on the wings of eagles? Is that American Airlines, American Eagle? Like, what, is it? what does it mean? Why Kanfei Nisharim? Are we actually going to... Going to, we're going to fly an eagles? I don't know at my weight if an eagle can handle me. Um, so, what's, what's the expression? It's very, very deep. Um, I'm not going to talk about the reaction that's going on that right now on my words from last week. Um, all I said was, we need to go to Eretz Yisrael, and I don't know why everyone's um, reacting to that like you didn't know that before I said it. Like, what did I say that's like a big kid that we need to go, we we need we need kibitz gullus. Mashiach is coming. It's not it's not political. It wasn't a political statement. I'm not political. I'm very not political. Um, everyone should just say amen. We should have the schuz. Everyone to go to territory. Yisrael. Mashiach should come, and Klai should should be together, and we should all get along with each other, and um, and and do tere tari- Mitzvahs and and be out of gullus. And um everyone should have just said a main and why I'm on chats and all these other silly things. Um, I, I have, I have no idea. I don't understand it, but I'm just telling to everyone, all that Rabbi Wallstein said was what you all do know. And if you don't know, you should dive into Hashem that you should know and that we should want Mashiach. Um and we need Mashiach. And um Hashem, there are people that are doing very well There you. A lot of, a lot of Cholesterol that's suffering. And I, the funny thing is nobody listens to my shirim. They just, you know, nobody listens to the hour shir. They just listen to seven minutes or five minutes. And, and if you would listen to the shirim and you listen to my shirim, um, you would have heard a few weeks ago that the only reason we want Moshiach is not is not um, because of anti-Semitism or people are sick or the COVID or we want to see a great-grandfather. Uh, we want to see Moshe Rabbeinu. We want to see Aaron Akayan, whoever you want to see in the past. That's not the reason. The Aramam says it's not it's the only reason you're allowed to want Mashiach is that the in the world should be Hashem Ucher Ushmo Echad. And if anyone out there was listening and they don't want that, because that's what Mashiach and going to Eretz Yisrael, thats what—that's what it means. It means that the the Shechina, the Yudke Kei the only God in the world will be revealed to the world. And there'll be no more atheism. And all the other stuff that the terrorist says is wrong will be stripped away from the world because there'll be such a idea, such a knowledge of God that you wouldn't want to do any of those things. And the only thing that should have been reacted from last week's speech and all the people that are reacting, did Wallstein sell his house, did That's not what this is about. And if you want to buy my house, you can call. But, but, but seriously, it's, it's not what this is about. This is not what this is about. Everyone here in Gullahs, the people that are for it, the people that are, the people that are against it, the negative stuff that was out there, I, I don't understand where it's coming from. Maybe we're just in Gullahs too long. You should want Mashiach because it's too long that God is being disgraced in this world. And we're going to talk about Hakar Satov, the basis of, the basis of this world. And, and we're being brought up in a world of Kafwe Tov, of not appreciating, whether it's your country, your parents, the Torah, whatever it is, not appreciating the good that Hashem does for you, and the good that people do for you. Hakar is the basis of, the basis of the world. Do you know that the Rashi, that Rashi says, that nothing grew in the world. On the third day it says that things grew. Uh, trees grew, flowers grew, vegetation grew. And then um, it says after Shani that on the sixth day after the human being was created, everything grew. So Rashi asks, what do you mean on the sixth day after the human being was created? It was all done on the third day. And Rashi says that it was all underneath, it all grew, the trees, everything grew, But to the surface, it didn't break surface. So if you looked at the world on the sixth day, before God was created, created, it was all ground. There wasn't a tree, there wasn't a flower, there was nothing. On the sixth day. But it says on the third day that it grew. And Hashem said, He saw it grew, and it was good. What do you mean he saw it grew? It says that on the sixth day until the human being came, it didn't grow. What's going on, says Rashi? You can look up the Rashi, Pachdei and then it says there was nothing there on the sixth day until the human being was created. So Rashi explains. I want to give a special shout out to the Mickley family. I know you're all watching. And um, first time in 42 years that I'm teaching, that I spoke to someone today. Someone came to speak to me. A girl came to me. A very holy, very holy, special girl. A pearl. A little pearl. Um and I said, so, um I always ask, what's your, how old are you, when's your birthday? And she goes, my birthday is yud of Tamas. I'm like, get out. That's my birthday. Same birthday. Same birthday. That never happened. In Tamas, a week before, English birthday, Hebrew birthday. So now I'm gonna get all the emails from all the Yud-Alaf Thomas's that are out there. But anyway, very, very special girl. I also, um dailygiving.org. What's going on with everybody? Every time I speak to them, I'm like, new, no, you got another twenty thousand people? They're like, We got six, Rabbi. I'm like, my whole speech, you got six? Everyone should listen to this. I got a text today on my flip phone. Um, Dear Rabbi Wallerstein, we are forty people away. Or $40, $40 a day away a day from $3,000 a day. There are 40 people watching this, at least. Maybe 50 people watching. Could you do me a favor? Could you get them to $3,000 a day? You know what $3,000 a day times 365 days? It's a million something. Let's do it. Who's getting to, Who's getting the money today? Let's see who's getting the money today. Ah, oh, Migdal Ar... MIGDAL shell is getting the money today. You know who's getting the money tomorrow, everybody? Ms. ask him. should never need them. Boy, they were working really hard the last three months. So that's what's getting it tomorrow. So that's what we're missing right now. We're missing 40 people. Okay? So I'm going to ask them tomorrow. I expect them to tell me that 40 people, 400 people, whatever, Wallace, 400 people added tonight. Let's get to 4,000. You know what 4,000 is? That's a million three, a million four. Geschmack, amazing. Okay, anyway, um, so, so what's going on over here everybody? I'm a little ADD, that's why I go in and out. What's going on over here? It doesn't make any sense. Either it grew or it didn't grow. Rashi says that it grew till the surface, but nothing, everyone listen to what I'm telling you now, nothing Nothing could break the surface of the world without hakar Potential, there's crazy potential in this world. Potential everywhere in this world. Potential in every single person in this world. Everybody has potential. If you woke up this morning, listen to me everybody, and I told this to this pearl that came to visit me today, my birthday. I said... If you woke up this morning, that means that last night Hashem decided that he cannot have his world today without you. Cause if he could, you wouldn't have woken up this morning. That's what Mo Da'ani to be Nishmasi. You gave me back my Nishama I believe in you. I believe I have potential. You wouldn't have woken up this morning. So you have to figure out, he, I woke up this morning, Hashem said that without me I can't be in the world. What am I supposed to be doing? You should hop out of your bed in the morning. Trust me, you, you will, you'll never have depression again. You should hop out of your bed this morning and you should have said, Oh my gosh, Hashem, you need me in your world today. What's up? Wow, it's amazing. That's how you wake up in the morning. I promise you, you'll have a good day. Nah, I don't want to get up. I'm depressed. I don't know if I want to live. I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. No. By the way, depression, depression is very hard. And it's called, it's called atsus and the Torah talks about, it talks about Chazal talks about atlas and it's, it's very hard to be happy and to be learning and to, to go through life. Depression is a symptom; it's not the disease. The depression is coming for, from something, and you need to fi- try to figure out and work on it. Therapist, whatever you need to do to figure out why am I depressed, and if you can fix the why, then you fix the what. I talk about this all the time. But getting up in the morning is amazing. But, what Hashem is telling us is that the potential is there. But the realization, to make it happen, you have to have a HaTov. And therefore, I put the potential into the world. But the HaKaros had to come from the human beings. This is what Rashi says. So Rashi says that it was all at the surface. And then Adam was created. And Adam realized he's in a desert. He's in a desert. All he saw was sand. When he was created, all he saw was sand. There's nothing there. He probably wondered, like Hashem told me, not even the Esachai, I'm like where's the whatever. There's not nothing was there. So he turned to Hashem. As Rashi, he turned to Hashem, and he prayed for rain. Rain's gonna, you know, he knew rain's gonna make it grow. And the minute he prayed for rain, it hit the, the water. Hit the ground. It says. And in that second that the water hit the ground and he prayed for rain, it all came out. The tree that's ten feet tall became ten feet tall in the second. It was all there. It was all there. The potential was there, but the actual growth happened immediately after he died. And says Rashi, why? Because Hashem was waiting for a kerosetayv. So, and 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 it says Chazal that we are partners in the bria. The human being is a partner in the bria. How are you a partner in the bria? That's uh that's blasphemy. God created the world. You didn't create the world. The human being didn't create the world. Right? He created the human being after the animals because if He created before the animals, the human being would have said, I created the animals. So, so what do you mean? So Hashem says, I'm a part." How am I a partner? And the answer is that the potential, Hashem created the potential everything. But to make everything grow, the human being had to have a twelve. That's the partnership. Our partnership, everybody. Our partnership. In God's world is appreciation. So we're going to learn about this tonight is appreciation. So I'm not, I'm not getting into the politics. I'm I'm not getting into the politics of anything. But what we do, what our children do need to know is that we have appreciation for the good. And, 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 um, someone just told me that, you know, the police, what happened was crazy wrong. Um, and, and there's no there's no excuse for what happened. But the bottom line is that police put their lives on on the, on the line, and um and they they've been in front of our schools. they you know they yeah you're going to get a ticket if you do something wrong. I'm I'm not you know I can't that's the way it is. But the uh, if someone told me today. I want you to know that every time I w- walk by a policeman today, he told me, I said thank you. I said wow I would I would I wouldn't even think of doing that, but that's amazing. He said, "I just want to show them that you, put, you know, you you're putting every one of you. You put your gun on. And you get out. And you go out into the street. You are a target. You are a target. Police is a target. You're a target, and you're doing that to protect me. Thank you. And a fireman comes. To you. Yeah, 100. You have to thank you. See a fireman across the They go into a house. They're, they're dying to save other people. We are a nation of a the We are not kufli toiv. Moav. It's an interesting thing. Moav." So the Torah tells us that a Moavi, just look how far Hashem goes in in Kofi Torah, across the Torah. And maybe that's the subject, whatever Hashem puts him, that's the subject tonight. A Moavi, lo'yavoy bekal Hashem. A Moavi is like a mom, he can never marry, a, a, a man from Moav, can never marry into Judaism. Never! Ever! If you come from a Trinium, who killed our babies, who put, he bathed in blood, they threw our, our firstborn into the Nile River. They whipped us and beat us and made us slaves. After three generations, they're allowed to, they're allowed to come into Klaishra. What, what's going on over here? What did Moab do? That's worse than Mitraim. All those years of Mitraim, killing our kids. Did Moab kill our kids? No. What did they do? Why can't they ever, why can't we have that spiritual DNA ever in the Jewish nation. What did they do? Amalek! They can marry into Klai A Amalek! We're supposed to wipe them out. Moav cannot live. Moav well, cannot. Why? Why? What's the DNA in them that we can't? And the answer is that when we came by Moab on our way out of the we were hungry and we were thirsty. We asked them for food and the measure says, when they said no, we said we'll pay for it, because we have a lot of gold and silver. We'll pay for it! We don't want a free, we don't want free lunches from the government, we don't want free, we're, we're willing to pay for it. We got gold, we got silver, we got jewelry, we're willing to pay for it. They said no. Okay, what's so bad about that? you Jews, we're not, we don't want to give you to eat. Cause, Chazal says that Moav came from Lot. Lot and his daughter and you had Moab. Lot was saved by Abram when the kings, the four kings, captured him. He was, Ramavinu went with a 300 whatever, but Eliezer, or not Eliezer, whatever it is, he went, he put his life on the line, of Avinu put his life on the line, and he saved him. He saved Lot. And Moab, that's your great-grandfather. That's your great-grandfather. So we saved your great-grandfather's life. We're just asking for something to eat. You're not giving us to eat. Kafri tell you the says. But that wasn't the only thing they did wrong. In coming up on Pashat Balak, Moab sent all their girls, princesses and girls. They were extremely immoral. That's why they didn't want Rus and the whole Moavi girl either. Extremely immoral. To, to. And we lost 24,000 Jewish men died. And Zimri and the whole story, Pashat Balak, Pashat Pinchas, terrible, immoral people. So he says, that's the second reason. Ask Hazal, you're more, wo- that could be the first reason. I don't want to bring DNA of immorality to the Jewish nation. And then, by the way, you didn't give us to eat. Says Chazal, no. Hashem put the first reason first. Cause that's even more important. Immorality is talking no good. It's the second reason. But if you're, you don't have appreciation, you're out. And that's why a Moav cannot marry into Clydesdale. We cannot have that. It's very important that our children need to be taught to have a curse, And people who writing me, America is such a good land, and America this, and America that, and they're, they're, they're a righteous land. Of course, they didn't listen to my whole share when I spoke about it, in God we trust. And yes, there are lines of people waiting online, and the government is giving lunch Six dollars worth of lunch to everybody, and, 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 and the, and the yeshivas are part of it, and you're getting chalice, and you're getting good food, and the, and there's unemployment, and there's welfare, and they gave loans, and there's no question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying that. But Hashem Echad Echad is not. God's Shechina is not revealed. That's the ultimate. It doesn't mean that in America, they're bad. I didn't say they were bad. But the ultimate is not about the good, and there is a lot of good. Listen, a, 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 a nation that allows, um, that in its found, founding fathers wrote freedom of religion is huge. And that they have on their money in God, I said it last, in God we trust is amazing. And, and there's no denying that. And Rabbi Wallstein is the last guy to be kafitob. I wrote a book on Icarus Atayv. I'm not a coffee type, but all that, all the kindness and all the good and all the Torah and everything that's going on, and it's all, it's, 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 amazing and it's very nice and, and your, whatever your political view, government, you're not for the Israeli government, you're not for the Israeli government, I have no political view. When I say Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael means the Kedusha, and there's a lot of Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael, and, and I'm, I'm not political at all. Everything doesn't compare. And this is what we should be all excited about. And maybe we, maybe it's one of the problems. Compare to seeing the revelation of God in this world and the world knowledge knowing He is the only one, the creator. That is more important than anything else. So the wanting and the needing of Moshiach, is, the Rambam says, is only about that. And who listening? Your WhatsApps his Nias and all the things that carry five minutes, not my whole share, but whatever few minutes of my share and Aretz 40 are inert. So, I don't know. Nobody ever carries my share. And when I talk about other things that a person needs to do in his spirituality or, or whatever, nobody ever carries it. And all of a sudden this, this, this exploded and, and what, it should explode. It should explode that everyone should cover that yes, we want Hashem to be one and the only one. That's what it's all about. That's the end game. The end game of Moshiach is based on Migdash and Klaisral and all of us getting along and togetherness and, and that we have God back. As one. And not only us, the whole world. The whole end of your tefillah, your whole davening, a whole day, if you're davening, of minchay mm-hmm. the last words is our That's all I want. That's what we, that's what we want. We need to want that. And that, that is Mashiach. Everything else is not Mashiach. Anyway, why do I have a Gemara and a Dham in front of me? Um so, huh? Yes. Yeah, so What's Kampf in it's very beautiful very deep meaning I'm going on an eagle I'm going to land on an eagle he's going to come my front door we're going to sit on an eagle I can't, can't, how many people can put on, the, on an eagle right can an eagle carry me I don't know maybe probably they're very strong maybe but but that's it so we're going to have like 8 million eagles flying there's a meaning a very deep meaning everyone you have to you have to you have to, enjoy, you have to take this in so what's special about an eagle over any other bird it's not a kosher bird like, why would I sh- why, why are we going on an... Un- it's an unkosher bird. It's a meat eater. It's a meat eater. An eagle is very special because it is the bird that flies at the highest altitude. There is no bird that flies above an eagle. An eagle flies at the highest altitude of any bird in the world. Therefore, an eagle carries its babies on its wings. Not in its claws. Every other bird... If you ever seen a bird carrying its baby from one nest to the other, whatever it is, every bird, even a hawk, every bird, a vulture, a hawk, all well that, they carry their babies in their claws. What that means is that if someone was to shoot at a bird, it will kill the child, right? If a human being was hunting and he shot, the, the baby would get it first, and then the mother. So if, he, if he, the, the baby's sort of protecting the mother. But the eagle, since it flies the highest, does not carry its baby in its claws. It carries its babies on its wings. So if the hunter shoots the eagle, the eagle dies, but the babies are saved. What Hashem is trying to tell all of us, listen everybody, listen. They should play this part tomorrow for seven minutes. What Hashem is telling all His children in Klai Yisrael, is that I'm an eagle. I take the hit for you. I don't carry you in my claws. I carry you on my wings. So if there's an attack on Klai Yisroel, I get the hit first. And that's why it's Konfei kind of Nisharim. Yes, Moshe. Eagle is not holding on to the baby. To the Very nice, beautiful. Rav ah, see how everything's barshered. So my table, Moshe Sofa, who's sitting here, who comes every Wednesday night to, to take care of the computer and everything, he said, "Beautiful. I never heard this before. Very nice." That that the the other birds, since they're holding they're holding the baby in their claws, but the eagle, it can't. You can't hold the baby on your wings. The baby holds on to the eagle. So kind of thing to show him is that we. Hold on to Hashem. Instead of Hashem. Well, Hashem also holds on to us, but we have to hold on to Hashem. To get to where we're going, we have to hold on to Hashem, which is a which is be talking, which is beautiful. No, you ready for Kampfe Nasharm, everybody? It's time for Kampfe Nasharm, because Hu, Take us on your wings. But that's a no digal The eagle, the hunter gets the gets the mother, it doesn't get the babies. It protects its babies. And it's not worried, it's not worried that anything from above it could attack its children. Because no bird flies above it. So a hawk, nobody can hurt his children. Children are protected. The only, the, only, the only thing that can hurt us from down here, and from down here, the eagle will take the hit first. Godless. That's the God we're talking about, everybody. That's the God that, that we want to reveal to the world. That's what this is all about. That's all it's all about. That's Hashem. That's what all our children need to know. That that's the Hashem that we're talking about. I don't think people understand who Hashem is. I, I, I'm dealing, I'm dealing so much with with kids that are s- struggling, and they're being taught that Hashem is a punishing and, and Gehenim and all this stuff and whatever it is. Those are consequences for those. Those are not punishments. You need to know something. Everyone needs to know something. And I was like, also dealing with like like Hashem. A girl told me yesterday, I feel that to Hashem, his mitzvahs are more important than me. I all have heard this many times. I feel to him. Shabbos, my dress, my skirt, my every, all, all the mitzvahs is really more important to him than me. So like he doesn't really like me, he just likes when I do what he wants. Some of you are shaking your head out there, right, listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause the minute, the minute he doesn't, the minute I don't do what he wants, then uh, oh, he's gonna hit me, he's gonna burn me, he's gonna punish me. So, so it's not me he loves, it's my Deeds. This girl told me two days ago. I said to her really let me ask you something. If your life is in danger, what? Your life's in danger, whatever you're sick. Your life is in danger. There's no well, the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs and the rabbanons. The seven Rabbans. That's six hundred and twenty commandments. There's not one that can't be broken to save your life. Even the three cardinal sins, adultery and and, and, and Zarah, right? And Shichas killing someone. So really you're supposed to give your life, if you're challenged, your life or that. But the but the halacha is that if you don't, right? someone says, bow down to the Avaijah or I'm going to kill you. So really you're supposed to let yourself get killed. But if you bow down to the Avaijah the halacha is you're not chayv. Why? Because you're an ayinist, you were forced. So Hashem says, oh, it's my mitzvahs, I'm more important than you? No. No. You, every Jewish girl, every Jewish guy, every person, you are more important than all my six hundred and thirty mitzvahs. In my whole title. If your life is in danger, and you have to eat not kosher, we'll give you not kosher. If your life, life is in danger, and... We have to break Shabbos how many times does Hatzalah break Shabbos your life is in danger we break Shabbos I'm going to tell you a Mishnah there's a Mishnah that says the following a building collapses a building collapses on Shabbos you don't know if anyone's in the building it collapsed, you don't know if anyone's in the building you don't know if the person in the building is alive you don't know are you allowed to be Mechal Shabbos? Fake, fake, faker. There's other, one other thing you don't know, but we're not going to discuss it. But you don't know. Fake, fake, faker. Are you allowed to be Mechal Shabbos? says, you have to be Mechal Shabbos. Because maybe there's a person, a suffolk. Maybe there's a person. And the second suffolk is, maybe they're not alive. If they're not alive, you're not allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. when a melech died on Shabbos, they couldn't touch him. Right? So, we don't know if he's alive. We don't know if there's anyone in there. We gotta go in with our bulldozer and our tractor, and we gotta start pulling all the boulders up. And, and if there's nobody in there, you didn't do an Avera. You, I don't, Machal Shabbos, we're not getting into the whole the whole thing on it, but that's the bottom line. The bottom line is that a Suffolk of someone, Suffolk of someone's alive, Suffolk of someone's dead, if there's someone in the building, you will be Machal So, Kodesh Baruch, God is telling us, that with all my mitzvahs, your life, Miriam, Chayim, Maishi, you, you, you're a day old, you're 104 years old, and, and you have a tzolokol, we have to save your life. Well, he's 104. You're alive, you're alive, we have to save your life. And Hashem says, your life is more important than my whole tzolokol. So how could you say that the whole your existence and God's relationship with you is only because of his mitzvahs, because you have to be tznius and eat kosher and, and whatever, it should be shem When God says, no, you come first. And she's like, oh, I never thought of that. Well, it's time to stop thinking, people. nefesh, es hakol. nefesh pushes everything away. Everything away. He loves us. I just I just want to see him. I just I want no I want to see him. I want to see the world know and see that I shame That's all. I'm happy. That's, all. That's what we want. That's what all of us should want. Whatever that takes. And part of that takes is that. Mashiach has to come, and, 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 and there has to be a revelation. And you have to want that, and, and if there's any other reason, it's around about It's not if you want to see your grandfather, or you want to have a full shalema, or you want to get a good business, or, or you're a kayan, you want to work in the base of Migdash, it's not about that. It's going to happen, but that's not what it's about. It's, it's about Hashem Echor, Hashem But, it, but that's not why you want Mashiach. Because you want to work in the base of minkdash, you want Mashiach because you want to. Then, yeah, you. If you're a client or whatever you are, yes, you want to work. I'm not saying you shouldn't want to work in the base of minkdash, but, 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 but. The basis of the revelation of a kriush in the world—that's the basis of. Of, of, of what you want. W- would it be good if you had a base of ministry, you work Karbanas and the whole world didn't, and the world didn't believe in God, and they believed in atheism, and they were against all his abominations, and everything that's in the Torah, and the world is the way it is, but you have a base of ministry, you bring in Karbanas That, that's very nice for us. That's for us. But, the revelation of Akhrej that's for him, that's for the world. It's for everything. That's, that's, that's the, the ikkar of everything, and that's, 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 that's what everyone that's watching, that's what everyone needs to want. Cause he's confident in Sharon. He, he'll take the hit for He's taking a big hit for us. He's been taking a hit for a long. Yes, we've gone through a Holocaust, a lot of stuff, but, <laughs> where is God in the, in the, in the non, in the, in the world? Like, atheism and, and liberalism and all this stuff is, is anti-Hashem, openly anti-Hashem. We're living in an anti-Hashem and at the Hashem, world, we we'll happen to live in a country that says "In God We Trust." In many places, and they have freedom of religion, and 100 percent, you have to appreciate it. Because Hakadosh is not into non coffee tov. The potential—if you don't, have, if you're coffee tov, then there's no potential. And you have to thank everybody. You go to the bank; you have to thank the teller. The policeman; you have to thank the policeman. The fireman; you have to thank the fireman. The guy at the toll booth is a very famous thing. They were in the old days, so. For Easy Pass, so there was Toll Booth, and then there was, you threw a coin in by the George Washington Bridge. And they asked Rapam, I think it was Rapam, um, is there an Indian to go to the person who's collecting the toll? Or should you just go to the, you know, you throw the the coin in. He said you should go to the person who's collecting the toll, why? Because if no one's going to go to that person, they're going to feel like they're not needed. That's how how Tzadik thinks. And thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for doing it. You have a, this. I'm talking to a lot of the women that are watching. A lot of the women that are watching. You need to know that your maids, Spanish, wherever they come from, they go home. And a lot of what is spoken about the Jewish world comes from the maid who's in your house. And your kids and yourself you, and your everybody needs to say thank you and good morning. And, and, we, and we need, you need to know that we appreciate you. And when she cleans the, the, the table off, help her. Even though ma, it's her job. No, help her because you're going to go home and say, you know, these Jewish kids—they sit around the table. They don't get up. I feel like a slave. The, a lot of the identity of how, how does a non-Jewish person know what's go, what a Jew is? They, they don't. They're not. They're not in our in our shuls. No, but they're in your house. And they go home to so their whole family. And if you're appreciative and you're nice, and husbands are not yelling at their wives, and anything that happens in a house in front of the maid is either Kiddush Hashem or Chaloshah, and it's very important that you have to be very sensitive to that. But she's a ma- no, she's a person, and she is the not the spy, but the the internal information about a Jewish home comes from her, and she's going to tell her family. You know, if you treated it right, you said thank you. You gave it to eat. You you gave her food. You you. Sh- it's very important in all our walks of life to to have a tov. And one of the things that's being strained right now in in our culture and what's going on right now is appreciation. Appreciation is very important to teach our children, and um, and your workers in the office. If you're the boss. Again, we talked about Boaz. Boaz said when he walked in, he didn't ask them, did you finish your job? Did you do your job? Let me see, did you clock in? He said, you should be gebenched. Hashem should be with you. That's what he told them. And they said, you should be gebenched." And we learned from that, Boaz, who's Dabit HaMelech's who's great-grandfather, that very important, don't allow what's going on to cause your appreciation to be any different. But people do wrong, people do wrong. There's no, I'm not saying that, I'm not changing that. What would people do right? And there are people who put their lives on the on the line. Good people. You have to say thank you. Firemen, policemen, postmen. Guy comes every day to your door, and he brings you the mail. It wasn't one day since this virus happened that the mailman didn't come to the door. With a mask, without a mask, not going into the house, whatever it is. It's a hard, hard job to walk in 95 degrees. The mailman comes. He's walking up the steps. You're a kid. You're a parent, whatever it is. Give a bottle of water. Most of them have... Or from a bottle of water. They don't have to come into the house and what's a bottle of water. We don't realize it. These are these are people that work, they don't get paid a lot, they're not driving fancy cars, the postman. He's there every single day. How about the garbage man? They didn't stop collecting the garbage. Imagine for three months they didn't collect the garbage. And the garbage has fully full of virus. It has all your garbage, right? It came, take your garbage. They thank you. I know you, for Christmas, for, for their ho- holidays, you give them money. But that's, that's, that's once a year. It's like, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. And they, 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 they appreciate it. Of course I tell you, it's, it's being battled right now. One of the things that kids are getting is, is that you need to sit down with your children and tell them, listen, there's stuff going on, there's politics, whatever it is, but, but we appreciate what all these people, are, the good people, what they're doing for us and the bad people are going to get punished like all bad people get punished the good people you have to thank very, very important we see this in Pastor Beresha because who said I'm not letting anything grow until the human being comes to the world becomes my partner and says thank you okay why do I have a Gemara right? why do I have a Gemara open? so I have a Gemara open uh, we spoke last week we didn't speak but in the, I wanted to speak but in the Pasha Shavua last week was about Nazir. So for all those that don't know what a Nazir is, a Nazir is a person who takes on himself um, minimum 30 days, that he will not cut his hair, he will not become Tame, and he will not drink wine, or anything that has to do with wine, grapes, grape seeds, grape anything that has anything to do with wine. He's taking himself to a different level in, in, um, in Kedusha. Now you're going to say, okay, Rabbi, I get the toma part. Your you your Kaddish. I get the wine part. You drink, you do things you're not supposed to. What's with the hair? Why does that make you holy? And you know what, everybody? That on the 30th day, when he brings his carbon, on the, the same as bayach, that they bring the animal, carbon to Hashem, in, in the Vesem they burn the hair. Here, it's on them as Beach. Wait, wait, it's a trick question, but whatever. When is your hair on them as Beach? When you're in Nazareth. Right? So, so like, so Rabbi don't Chap, like, I got the tumma part, I got the wine part, but what's up with the hair? Why does that make you holier? Anyone out there you're thinking, like, right, like, here? Now I would think cutting hair makes you holier, not growing hair. The kahanim, when they work the base on they had a crazy haircut. My Rebbe, I used to have long hair in the front. Now I'm old, I don't have so much hair, but I used to have long hair. My Rebbe said, you know, every time I look at you, I remember wearing gullus. You remind me wearing gollus. I was What do you mean, Rabbi? He says, You're a Kayan. And the Kahanim had a very, very crazy short haircut. And you have long hair, so I know that based on me that she's not here. What was the kind of haircut that they have? So the Gomorrah says that each hair on their head had to be the same size. It's a zero. If you have long hair, my hair. So this hair is long, it's shorter than this hair. But if you get your head shaven pretty much to like a zero, then every teeny little teeny teeny, teeny little hair. So they have, when they work in the base, I mean, all their hair have to be the exact same size. So they got they got zeros, ones, zeros, whatever. So you say, every time I look at you, I realize we're not in the base make dust. So so kedusha is is no hair. Hair makes you look good, makes you. you know. So why do you have to grow your hair for thirty days? So i heard two reasons. One, there's something very special about hair. And that is that every hair follicle, no two hairs grow from the same follicle. Those little, if you look at your hand, you have these little holes. You have your hair growing out of your hand. Or if you, you can't really look at your head, but if you look at your head, so every these little holes, you have hairs growing. It's a whole different what's going on over here. Holes grow with this earth, like what's, you've got hair growing out of your hand, like what's going on over here. Would well, anyone ever think about that? Millions of holes in your body? Why do you have hair? It's not tonight's share. But anyway, but um, so... Understanding, if you understand here that each hair has its own follicle, you understand the person shouldn't be jealous of someone else. You're like a hair. Each person is like a hair. And you come out of your own follicle. And there's no two hairs that come out of one follicle. So you're not supposed to be like Chaim, or Meir, or Yehuda or Murifgar. You're, you're supposed to be you. You're like a here Each here has its own life. And each blade of grass, and each, there's no two, in the, and just like here is com, is compared to grass, so it says there's no two blades of grass that come from the same hole. And each blade of grass has its own malach. So, so, a Nazir understanding you grow your hair, you realize when you grow your hair that there's no two hairs coming out of one follicle. So you bring them to a higher place of no jealousy, no ain't horror, no tie, ty- no, all that stuff. And other I'm not, I'm, I'm a single person, I have potential. And what you have and I have, one hair is not jealous of the other hair, because I'm not coming out of that spot, you're coming out of that spot. That's one reason, just take it head-wise, you think. But the, the really big reason um, that's brought down is that you grow this hair. You look in the mirror, and you're like, "I really look good. Look at my hair." And Hashem's like, "Even your hair is not yours." So after thirty days, you got to bring it as a carbon. Godless. You have to, you have to shave it off. You have to look in the mirror, hey, I look good. You have to shave it off, why? Because it's not yours. And that is a way. High level of spirituality. Of knowing that nothing is mine. What? You have to shave your body. You have to shave everything. Nothing's yours. Not one hair on your body belongs to you. Not a hair. It's godless. Not one hair on your body. I'm making you shave every hair. The most the most, inconce- the most unimportant thing of I it. Mean, you don't even own a hair. On the 30th day, he has to stand in front of the client and he's like, the hairs on my body are not mine. My house, my money, my kids, my everything else, my clothing, surely not mine. If The hair on my head is not mine. So he grows it so that he can take it off. That's the biggest carbon he can give to us. It's as high as a covenant. What's a An animal. An animal is you replacing, you're saying the animal is me. I'm the animal, but I can't go on to this bath because I'm not allowed like to commit suicide. So I'm bringing the animal instead of me. The hair, saying to Hashem, That I know you own everything, even the hair on my head. Now, it's very interesting. In, in, in making Kenyanim, in making something yours, right? Making something yours. So there's many ways to make something yours. There's lifting, there's pulling, There's Chazaka, three years. Another way is if there's wood, and I take I take the piece of wood and I carve it into a cane. I carve it into something. It becomes mine. If it's hefker, it doesn't belong to anyone. It becomes mine. Why? I didn't lift it. I didn't. It was on the floor. Because when you when you build something, when you build something, that's a kenyan. So, even if you have a field, right? And you can't lift a field, and you can't pull a field. And someone says, I'm making this field a hefker. Whoever wants it, right? How do I make it mine? I can't lift it, I can't pull it. You build a fence around it. By building a fence around it, you build something around the field, it becomes yours. Beresh The first thing you need to know is that God created the world by creating, Allah is, that's a Kenyan. It belongs to him. Why does the world belong to Hashem? Why does it belong to you? The tell the Lord Kim. he created the world. If you create something, that's a Kenyan. It's a Kenyan. So he created the world, so the whole world is his. Even the hair on your head is his. Everything is his. So the Nazir, who takes it up to a higher, higher level, realizes that everything is Hashem's. Now, we're going to learn the Gemara. why so I have this huge Gemara... On the old days, um, it's in the D'arim, pere, uh, first pere Daftes, Kes um, Beis. Listen to this, in the D'arim. Tanya Amar Rav Shimon HaTzaddik. Rav Shimon HaTzaddik said, "Mi Yamai, my whole life, Loya Khalti Ashem Nazir Tame." So, if a Nazir who's not allowed to get Tame or drink wine gets Tame, he didn't not even not on purpose, whatever. He, he didn't know there was a body there. He walked into the house. There's a dead body. He's, 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 tomei. So now he has to bring a, a carbon asham. So Rosh and said, I, I, he became a nazir and he wasn't careful enough. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not part of that. I would not, I'm not, I'm not, um, what's it called? I didn't, I won't eat from that asham. Okay? Elo, Pamechad. One time, he said. I ate one time from a nazir. Why'd you eat from a nazir? He did an aveira, right? So he says a story. There was a boy, and he was a Nazi, a nazir, and he came from the south. He had beautiful eyes, and he was very handsome. And he had long hair and braids. He was a good looking, handsome guy, long hair and braids. And he is now, he became a Nazir, which means he's going to have to shave off all this hair. This young kid is going to shave off all his hair. Now in those days, they had long hair. People had long hair. It explains to Gemara, they had long hair. So he had long hair. But now they became a Nazir, he's going to lose all his hair. They're going to take it all off. He's like, wait, you're gorgeous, you're great looking, you got great hair. Why did you become a Nazir? Now you're going to have to take it off why is no this beautiful here? What did you see? What did you that you decided to become a Nazir, and you're gonna to have to cut this all off? Amali So this boy answered Laaba I was a shepherd in my father's town. Halachti Limlais Mayan I went to fill up my pail of water at the well. And I saw my reflection for the first time. And when I saw how good looking I was, my Yetzihara attacked me. And I think we'll spend a little more time next week on this but because it's an unbelievable Gemara. He said, and he, I knew that the Yetzihara wanted to take me away from the world. So, the minute I looked in, I saw how beautiful I was, I realized, uh-oh, I got ideas what I'm going to do with my beauty. Amatilo, he's telling, he's telling this now to, um, what's it called? To Amatilo, he spoke to the Satan. Amatilo, Russia, you Russia, you Satan. There's so much in this. Lama ataviskaya bo'elam, she'ena yishalach. No, I'm sorry, he said to himself... Russia, he's talking to himself. Why are you being a big shot now that you saw how beautiful you are? What are you, what are you so proud of? In a world, She'el shalcha, that you, it's not you're here. This world is not yours. He's talking to himself, right? You're, you're being a big shot about what you look like. You're going to end, he's talking to himself, you're going to end up being maggots and worms. Ha'avayda shagakha the shamayim. Your avida is to immediately get rid of this hair. So miyad amati, he got up. Rav Shimon HaTzadik got up. Amati And he kissed him on his head. And he said, Amr he said to him, B'ni, my son, Kamoicha yirbu nezure neziroth Like you, there should be many nazirs in Klai Yisrael. He says, and that's what we're talking about when it says in the passage, Becoming a nausea for Hashem. There's a lot, 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 a lot lot, lot to talk about on this tomorrow. But what what I'm finishing off with tonight, okay, is he was talking to himself. And he was saying to himself, it's not your world. It's not your hair. It's, it's all Hashem. What are you getting so excited about? So you need to break yourself and what you think is yours, which is your beauty, if you're beautiful long hair and your beauty, you, you gotta break yourself and you gotta be able to shave it off. Because for that second that you saw yourself, you actually believe that you're beautiful and that look what I have, what I have, what I am, and you got to shave it off, and you got to give it to Hashem and put it on the mizbeach and burn it, and say Hashem, it's not mine, it's yours. And Hashem said, I want to eat from your cup. He, he, he messed up. He. He he got tummy by accident for whatever it is. He said I want, or maybe not. Maybe it was the end carbon. Whatever. I'm not sure. But he said I want to eat from your carbon. That is. That is what I'm trying to tell everyone. That's what my that's what my shir is about tonight, everyone. is about Hashem. What we have. All the stuff that we have. Is is not ours. You're not giving up anything. Yeah, I have to work on myself. I don't know if I could have been that nuzzier that that to break myself. That that I saw something very special about myself, and I, and I understand that it comes from Hashem. That I'm a musician. I understand that that it comes from Hashem. It's not me. That I'm an artist. Not me personally, I'm just saying that comes from my sham, that I have 155 IQ and I'm able to learn on that level, that comes from my sham that I'm a good businessman, that I have a good mouth, I'm able to sell things, that it all comes from my sham. This was a young boy, this wasn't a guy sitting in Kailel, he was a shepherd. He wasn't sitting in Kailel, he was a shepherd. Well, outside Tzadik got up and kissed him on his head. Why? Because he said, I, under- I-, I met a boy that understood That that if you think it's if you think it's you, you're a Russia. That's what he said to himself. He called himself Russia. You 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 think it's you? You think you're beautiful? You're not beautiful. Hashem gave you that beauty. Hashem gave you those brains. Hashem gave you to wake up in the morning, because Hashem says you are special. But the beauty is mine, because I can take it away. Nothing is yours. The was famous story in the Chavitz Chaim. Where the Chavitz Chaim got up and he spoke and he, he said, you know, the money isn't yours. Because Hashem can take your money away in one second. It's a very famous story. And he was talking in a very rich town. And somebody with a lot of respect walked over to him and said, Ramai, I hear what you're saying. But I have to tell you that you can't make that statement anymore. So the Chavitz Chaim said, what do you mean I can't make that statement? What, what's wrong with my statement? And he said, You see, I own banks in thirty different cities and countries. Now I know that God could take this away, but he can't take it away in one moment. It'll take time to close thirty banks in thirty different countries. There's a recession or another recession, but he can't he can't close all my banks, you said, in one moment can't take all my money away in one moment. It's going to take time. I, and I believe in Hashem. And so the time looked at this man, Moshe, and he said, Who said Hashem has to take the money away from you, but in one second he could take you away from the money? One heart attack. You're gone in one second. Major, massive heart attack. And in one second, you have no money. God doesn't have to close all the banks. Yeah, you're right. It might take more than one second to close all the banks. Who says Hashem can't take you away from the banks? Who said the banks have... To, Hashem has to take the banks away from you. It's time. It's all God. And it's present. And it's amazing. And I told this girl today, she gets get up in the morning and Hashem says, without you, I need you as a partner. And what's your partnership? And when you take an apple and you make a bracha to Hashem, then you're not a ganav. Then you're a partner. You take an apple, you don't make a bracha... You stole your ganath. She did. So, you want to be my partner, says Hashem? You make a bracha, then you're a partner in the Bria. Why? Because a bracha is a karsat tov. A bracha is, bracha to Hashem, thank you very much. If you make a karsat tov, we learn from the Rashi, that, that Hashem said, nothing is growing until I have a partner. You're a partner. How are you a partner? You prayed for rain. And you thanked me. You thanked me, you're a partner. So when you get up in the morning and Hashem says, I can't have a world without you, what is he saying? He's saying I can't have a world without you, because without you, I don't have a card without the human being, I don't have a Kursa Tov. Without Akh tove there's no growth. We're going back to the third day of creation when everything was underneath the ground. Godless. That's the summation of this year. And a tove is to everybody in this world, to the human being, and of course talk to a Baruch Hu, but to the human being also and to appreciate our teachers. Yes, people are saying now that we didn't have teachers, we appreciate our teachers, now we don't have camp, we appreciate our counselors, right? My babysitter, all the, everything, we appreciate everything. But you have to hold on to that. You have to hold on to that appreciation. And and we just had this Zoom with Torah Masora, and um, we, were, we were talking about holding on to it, and um, um, Rabbi Kaufman from Waterbury said something very important. He says, you know that, in, that once you're back in shul, you're gonna, and then it's gonna, it's gonna fade. He says, you have to take on something. You have to take on something. In, in this, in, he said, inspiration doesn't last. Inspiration is a word that means it's a moment. He was very, very, very nice, Rabbi Kaufman said. Inspiration doesn't last. He's 100% right. But in your inspiration, if you take on something, then that lasts. So everybody has to take on something. Something in our HaTov. Some, some appreciation. Then you're a partner. Imagine you live 90 years, you're 90 years a partner, or 120 years, you're 100 years with a Baruch Every single day, you make brachas, you say thank you, you bring God to the world, you're a partner. May we all be zaycha, everybody be seeing Hashem Echad, Rishmol Echad, finally, in this world. Have a good night, and thank you very much for listening.